0: Hello and welcome to Build Back Better. Thanks for tuning in to another conversation from us here at For The Region. Today, I'm delighted to be talking to Ant Flanagan from Gower Power about their community energy project on the Gower Peninsula and an upcoming offer for customers in the region to get involved with local energy supply. Welcome, Ant, thanks for joining. Hi. Talk to us a little bit about your background, and and where Gower Power has come from, what's been the journey, and uh, what motivates you to uh, get involved in community energy?
1: Yeah, so Gower Power's been around quite a few years now. I, we originally fell out of literally looking at a, a, a project where we were, well, well I, I, my family bought some land, actually, to set up a, a, a small holding. And we were looking at um, yeah farming some land, which was as a direct result of uh, our concerns of how how poor access to uh, locally produced and organic food there was in in, in the Swansea area, and, and and we just wanted to to, to grow some food and and uh, and also involve other people in in growing that food. And we bought some land, and um, we're working out you know how we should farm farm it and um you know you know one of the fields was very wet and um had electricity pylons going over it and um someone said well why, why you know it's not going to be any good for growing anything you could put some sheep on it you know why don't you do a, a, a solar project because that you know you, that's that's uh that'd be a nice little income earner for the for the farm uh you obviously get the benefits of, pretty, of creating re- renewable energy and then you could still keep sheep under the solar panels so what turned out to sort of as a fairly kind of in the pub conversation actually turned into a, a little business. So as we, we tried to get planning permission on that solar farm and that, that or that farm and it didn't actually work out there. Um, but the process of going through that and finding funds to do that got me really interested in the renewable energy sector. And I came to understand how, you know, you could, you know, the, basically we've got fantastic natural resources in Swansea and, and on, in South Wales. And I also came to learn that a lot of the solar assets weren't community owned at the time. So yeah, so Gower Power sort of evolved out of sort of my learning about the lack of community ownership of renewables and how good the area actually is for, for solar. And so we, we, we basically started putting together projects we were approached by a couple of different entities commercial entities that wanted a community angle to their projects and we developed a few partnerships before you know we ended up involved in sort of solar projects in Swansea and then and then in England as well we pulled together a bit of a portfolio of projects some which sort of ended up in other people's ownership others which we've stayed involved with yeah, and, and, and that's how it originated. And, and then our latest project is actually not so much about generating electricity, but about how people can buy it and how consumers and businesses can now buy electricity from one of our solar farms on
0: Gower. So that's really interesting. I mean, in, in a lot of the conversations that uh, Zoe and I have about keeping local spend within the region Uh, we talk about procurement a lot and the importance of buying local um, as individuals as responsible consumers and as businesses and energy supply is one of those really big leakages of money out of the region and if you talk to some of the big housing associations and other kind of larger organizations they'll say that as hard as they can work to buy a lot of stuff locally, energy is one of those things that you just can't. So I guess that's what you're seeking to address and enable more of us to keep that spending in the region.
1: Absolutely, and it's, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's very difficult. I mean, until relatively recently, the entire energy marketplace was controlled by very few companies. Fortunately, in the last 10 to five years, that it's totally evolved. And now we've got lots and lots of small energy companies Many of which are, you know, great, great companies doing great things and really putting a lot of focus on renewables. But, yeah, it's still the case that it's very, very hard to buy your electricity from a local generator and energy companies, you know, they tend to be based elsewhere. So it's, um, yeah, there's a lot of different reasons why that's the case. But, yeah, it certainly is the case. And, yeah, it's something that we we would love to help crack that and help people buy their electricity locally.
0: So you're generating electricity on Gower. Is it on one particular solar farm? And have you got uh, technology in there? And then tell us then about what the opportunity is for businesses and presumably households as well locally.
1: Sure. Yes. Yeah. So what we have is is it's a solar farm for this project. Initially, we're working. With a solar farm in Dunvant on the fringe of Gower, it's just on the um, yeah, or the edge of the AONB, and it's it's a one megawatt solar farm. So that's go in terms of panels, it's like three thousand five hundred panels or something. It's about six acres of of solar farm that generates enough electricity to power around three hundred households when it's on full pelt. And what we have done there is we've um, installed a storage unit so that's a brand new piece of technology it's a tesla battery and we've installed that and so essentially what we're doing with electricity is we we, you know we release it onto the grid when it's needed or we charge the battery and then release it on at a later date and now there's the the latest evolution of this project is to sell the electricity locally so yeah we're opening this offer um, now and uh, we're looking for up to 300 Um, new customers which can be either households consumers uh, or or small businesses and yeah but but those those customers have to be in the Swansea area that's a need to say that because we're we're doing a very close monitoring of how the electricity is being released and then used and we actually match what is used by our customers with what we generate and, and keep a close eye on that.
0: It's interesting, isn't it, from my basic knowledge of uh, the energy market, quite often we are sold renewable energy tariffs, and there's this sort of confusion, isn't there, that actually it's the same wattage coming out through your plugs, whether you're on a renewable energy tariff or not, and I think there's a problem in the industry, isn't there, about kind of greenwashing of energy tariffs, that what we Think of as a renewable energy tariff perhaps isn't as green as we would like it to be. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I'm, I'm no expert, but there's definitely the case that there is a lot of greenwashing. So when you generate electricity, you, you receive um, you, you get certificates for re- receiving that for generating that electricity and you sell those certificates. And unfortunately, there's a secondary market. So those certificates can be sold separate to the electricity that's being generated. So, so essentially, you've got companies that buy up those certificates, but don't necessarily buy up the electricity. And then they sell the electricity as if it was green electricity, but actually all they've bought is the certificate. So, so um, yeah, not all, renewable energy that green tariffs are actually green they're not they're not what they say on their tin and it is an issue it's is very confusing for consumers i mean i don't particularly entirely understand it but i do know that it's you know there are definitely some companies that are a lot greener than others
0: so you haven't had to set up an energy supply company in order to do this i think you're working in partnership um who are you partnering with and tell us a little bit about that
1: that's right. Yeah. So the the barriers to entry to setting up an energy supply company are huge. It's very very complicated. It's very expensive. So we didn't. You know, we 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 researched that a little bit and thought that's definitely not a route we want to go down. So we thought we would work with you know a, an organisation that we could a trust were were what they said on the tin and also that would provide very good customer service so we knew our customers would be very interested in that and so we're, we've partnered with Ecotricity which is hugely exciting because they're the UK's greenest um, energy company by a country mile they've they've been in the sector from the very beginning. They virtually created the sector with their work. So they're, yeah, they're a brilliant organization to work with and So they will be providing the licensing uh, and the administrative services that we, we won't be providing.
0: That's amazing. So customers that want to get their energy from Gower Power would sign up with Ecotricity onto a Gower Power tariff, and then tell me a little bit about what you said about how you're going to be tracking and matching.
1: Just to clarify that so customers will sign up to us initially. That's hugely important that they do that first. So yeah, so they sign up to us, then then they also become Ecotricity customers, and through that process we get them on on the right systems. Yeah, and then so what 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 happens? People would need to have smart meters installed because it's absolutely essential that we understand their energy use. So as they use electricity, we we keep up to date with that. And then we match that with what we're generating or storing at the solar farm. And that way we know, you know, when they're consuming the energy that we generate or store. What importantly, then when we, you know, our battery, you, know, you might have a series of rainy days in the winter. Our battery is topped up by other renewable sources, so that was very important to us working with electricity is we knew that electricity that we would buy from them would be 100% renewable so then when we don't have uh, we, we're not generating on site it's getting topped up by them through uh, renewable sources.
0: I think you've said in the past um, that you've benefited from huge amount of support to get this project up and running and it's sort of a pilot scheme a bit of a pioneering project and you've learned a lot along that journey has it been welsh government that has enabled this to happen
1: yes it's been welsh government through two schemes initially some of the development work was uh, supported through uh, the welsh government local energy welsh government energy service and they initial they they supported the, the initial feasibility work um, and then we had a successful uh, European Regional Development Fund bid. So, Wefo, so Welsh European Funding Office, um, has supported the, the the continued business planning, and then. Also a significant part of the the purchase of the battery. And then we've also, then on top of the grant funds we've had, then we've also had to borrow money from the Development Bank of Wales. It's a bit of a mix of funding. And then we've also put up, importantly, we've also put our own, uh, a hell of a lot of our own time in and and resource, um, which without which this certainly wouldn't have happened.
0: And I think um, there was a community share offer. I think I'm some sort of shareholder.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so so what what how it works is um, when we we set up when we've set up projects in the past, we set them up as as, as in their own entity, and the solar farm in Dunvant was set up as its own entity, um, which is a community benefit society. Now it's it's called Gower Regeneration, which you're a shareholder of, um, and so you're one of four hundred and thirteen, I think it is. Uh, shareholders, most of which live in the Swansea area, um, all of which who bought shares in the solar farm and you've been getting interest every year since you bought the shares, thankfully. Um, And yeah, that's so that 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 organization owns the solar farm, uh, which will be supplying the electricity to to this project.
0: And then I think that you put money back into community projects um, through all of this. I think that's the point, isn't it, about the community ownership and the flowing the benefits back into the local community to support community initiatives. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that it, it essentially works in in, in uh, a cu- couple of different ways. So you know, the, we, we encourage as many local people to invest in the projects, those people get offered a, 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 a return on their investment. But the projects tend to make more money than, than that return, and that return is actually capped. So when we do a share offer, we say, right, we'll, we'll, we'll try and offer you about 5% interest. And the projects tend to uh, perform better than that. So we pay the interest out to the, to the members of the community, and then there's a surplus, and that's that's where more money essentially gets spent down into the community. And so, with a, with different projects, you know, we've set up um, we've set up uh, essentially like, like community benefit funds. So they they spill into a fund that's then managed managed by sort of different representatives of, 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 of uh, you know, We've got Mary who works for us, and also uh, Alex Bahari who um, who works at Swansea Council Voluntary Services. She sits on a panel. And one of the other Gower Power directors, and and they they asses, assess um, grant applications, and uh, the main focus has actually been around food growing for the last um, for the last year or two for the funds we've been distributing, which is great because uh, that's that's kind of goes back to why you, why I originally set up Gower Power. So it's great to be spilling it into that level of the economy because that's that is the backbone. I mean, for where you get your food from is the very backbone of any economy so it's great to be supporting uh, that type of initiative
0: absolutely and it's just a virtuous cycle isn't it you you mentioned earlier on that a lot of the solar farms across our region actually aren't in community ownership and that that's different across england is that the case yeah
1: unfortunately unfortunately not yet when when. Um, yeah basically over the i mean i can't remember the specific year but there was a certain point in time where suddenly solar farms started popping up all over the shop and you everyone would have noticed them they all suddenly every every time you got on a train you'd see one out the window or and um most of the development was the vast majority was commercially developed um in England. Uh, the community energy sector was a bit more on the ball, and they they developed a far far more solar farms in England that went into community ownership. Unfortunately, in Wales we were a bit a bit we weren't quite as quick off the mark. So the ones the solar farms in Wales, uh, at least yeah, all the ones I know of, or pretty much all of them, uh, have ended up in in commercial ownership. Um, that bar are very few. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a bit of a shame because obviously then the the income. All income goes straight to those commercial entities and many of those, and some of them are, you know, they're not even owned by UK companies or pension companies, they're owned, they've got foreign owners and, you know, it's a natural asset being depleted, you know, that that could, there could be so much more for the locality, wherever those are located, let let alone, um, yeah, let alone the nation, yeah.
0: It sounds as though you've been on a huge journey, a learning journey, really, Ant, over the last few years. Um, what advice would you have for communities that are thinking perhaps they could set up their own solar farm, they could generate energy um, and they could sort of follow in your footsteps?
1: Oh, it's a tricky one because it's a, it's a very difficult time. I mean, when I got into it, I think I was at the tail end of, of the of when it was really, really possible to create and build assets. And that's partly because of the subsidy regime at the time. Uh, Now, the subsidies have gone. There's a need to develop stuff at scale to make it work. Um, There's some fantastic community energy organisations already in Wales now. So they've developed many around wind initially, but then Egni. Uh, uh, has has evolved fantastic, and they're putting solar all over public buildings and all over the place. So they're they're a brilliant organisation. So for someone setting up from scratch, it's, it I think it's quite a difficult. It's a different. You're faced with a different set of circumstances than than I was, and people who were community energy organisations in England were at the time when we set them up. Um, so I, I I think it has to uh, it has to be very. Um, more focused as in how energy actually gets used so rather than just generating because renewable energy is needed actually actually there needs to be use for the electricity so if if there is a public building or a building that's uh, or an energy user and an opportunity to develop something next to a high energy user then that's where the opportunity lies rather than just putting electricity onto the grid so it's, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a challenging time for community energy organisations, but there's still support out there. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, people interested they should just, you know, re- research, get in touch with community energy, Wales, they're developing projects, get in touch with EGNY, um, and, and just have a scope around as to what organisations exist in their area already and see if they can uh, tap into what they're doing and, and, and 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 learn from uh, some of the mistakes that we've made along the way, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you've mentioned Egny. I think they're doing fantastic work, and it is about trying to develop these things in collaboration and partnership with, as you say, the existing organisations um, that are doing such great work across our region. And I appreciate what you've said there about the kind of private wire opportunities. So if you've got a large energy user, um, and it's interesting to think about potentially future eco housing developments and things like that, that could set up energy generation specifically for the needs of a, of a development site um, on that kind well, of- Well,
1: absolutely. I, th- I think that's where there's definitely an obvious, you know, in any sort of construction development, you know, that it, it, it's just bonkers that anything should be built ever from now on, you know, from ages ago without renewable energy being, you know, solar on the roofs. I mean, I just drove through Pennard Estate just near where I live, I drove past the new housing development and saw the, how few solar panels are on the new estate. And it was just heartbreaking. That's a new development that, you know, lost opportunity. So if there's any sort of development, you know, there, there has to be renewable energy on it, you know, there has to be solar on it.
0: Yeah, we'd love to see much more of that. And it's um it's part of the City Deal vision as well, homes as power stations. So we're all looking forward to seeing that actually um rolled out across our region because it's a massive opportunity. People say it rains a lot in Wales, but we do have a lot of sunshine as well.
1: That's true. That's true, yeah.
0: It's intermittent. So, um... <laughs> So we're planning an event with you on the 6th of May, and anyone listening to this uh, discussion now, we would really encourage you to come along and find out more on the 6th of May. Head over to the For the Region Eventbrite page and register for that discussion. And we're hoping that all of you can come and help us figure out how we can support Gower Power to... Um, launch this successfully and get 300 households and businesses signed up for local energy supply and hopefully some of you will be living in the right area and be able to take advantage of this opportunity what do you think are the benefits Anne? why should someone get involved it is
1: where things need to go really we need to be buying our electricity we need to be buying everything that we can locally so this is a new opening of an opportunity to do that it's it is, you know, that, that's the, the, the forefront of the energy revolution will, will be based around local, local generation and consumption. So, so, you know, it'd be great to take people, get people involved uh, to support the project. They'll, you know, it's, it's, you'll, you'll be getting uh, your electricity local. you'll be supporting community energy organisations. You know, you know, the idea is to localise the benefit. Um, you, know, you, can, you know, you might learn something along the way. Um, but yeah, I suppose that the event is, that's, that's the beauty of this event is we'll have an opportunity to ask answer any questions about it and go into some of the, a few of the technical details, there'll be uh, people coming along who have far more knowledge of that side than I do. Um, and uh, yeah, we can explore, yeah, you know, the, the idea, the, the potential future for it as well and how we can, we can scale it up so other communities can, can benefit too.
0: Brilliant well I'll encourage anyone listening to come along to that event even if you don't live in the Swansea area you're very welcome to come and listen and learn and contribute your thoughts to that. Um, As Ant says it's it's all part of the move to more renewable energy in our region, the move towards keeping more of our spending local and seeing the benefit of that locally and it's a big learning journey that we're all on that we need to Um, scale up over the next few years so it'll be interesting to get this off the ground um, successfully. Thanks so much Ant for coming and talking to us about it. It does sound like uh, you've been through a challenging time of learning and figuring all this out. It's not simple by the sounds of it and uh, one of those things that takes years and years to um, make it happen so it's really exciting to see this um, supply offer launching and uh, we're delighted to be able to support.
1: Great. Well, thank you very much. Look forward to uh, exploring it some more.
0: So tune in then to this event via Eventbrite on the 6th of May, um, and we'll continue the conversation then. But for now, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Build Back Better. And we'll see you again next week for another conversation with inspiring people across our region, doing amazing things to help us build a flourishing future for everyone. Thanks again. Bye for now.